0: hello my big bear
1: hey beautiful
0: did you know that i i noticed that that new thing on your finger
1: my fingernails have been growing exponentially no no
0: not that <laughs> <laughs> i meant that ring on your finger Ah, oh, he just got that uh this finally
1: week. well oh, i had it before we had to resize it yeah and um, it took a while resizing
0: yeah and you know with the coronavirus going on it all the mail stuff takes a little bit longer. Yeah, for sure. So, but I'm glad it came. Looks really good on mm. you.
1: Thank you. Yours look great too.
0: Oh, I my my husband chose it for me.
1: It was on sale.
0: <laughs> oh, what? How much was it? <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, today we're going to be talking about your favorite topic. Do you know what that is?
1: Jigglypuff. No. No.
0: No. Big Bear. Uh, not pokemon but about minimalism because i know that you have been a minimalist for god i don't know how long has it been like 2 years
1: well i used to be a minimalist when i was a kid i had nothing <laughs> and then i had a lot of <laughs> No, <stuff>. that's different. <laughs> and then and then now it's I'm a different when you're again. an adult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um but yes, we're going to be talking about minimalism and i want to Ask what is your perspective on what minimalism is? Because I know a lot of people interpret it very differently. Some people think, oh, it's the number of items I have in my house or it's having the experiences over money or it's having like the highest quality items that they use every day. So where do you draw the line there? Like where is your stance on minimalism? It's easy.
1: I... We'll have one home, one car, two t-shirts, and six wives. Wait, what?
0: (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) That's not minimalism. Uh, uh,
1: But in all seriousness, I think that minimalism is a way of life that's practiced voluntarily. And it essentially means that you can live just as happy as if you had a lot of stuff.
0: I think a lot of people would actually find that very hard because I think um, most people tend to want to buy more and more with whatever money they're making. And basically their homes would be pretty much stuffed with all these all these things that would eventually go to like garage sale or donations right. or just sitting in the closet. Right.
1: Well, biologically we're all hoarders, right? Because
0: a primal Thousand, instinct. yeah
1: thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> of years ago survival the fittest you, you was, better have every day yeah, <laughs> you're like you you basically you basically when you're on the african savannah right you didn't know when your next meal would come so you tried to hoard whatever you could you took whatever tools you had and you that's that's how way of life to guaranteeing your survival and all
0: the strongest men would obviously have the most wives and keep them away from other men
1: you see these guns. That's why I have six <laughs> wives. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> but um uh yeah, so in, 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 in all seriousness, I think um wait, what were we talking about?
0: We're talking about your definition of minimalism. Like what do you think?
1: Yeah, uh yeah, well, okay. So it's a way of life and I, I think it's for anyone who is really seeking fulfillment a lot earlier than you would normally. Because uh, uh, an example that I like to use is if you are a minimalist, which by not not really by definition, but most minimalists have fewer items than most people. Yeah, right? Generally. And that is not the that is not the definition of minimalism though, but because you have less items, because you desire less, because you don't have a tendency to want to splurge on tangible items, A person making 60K a year who wants all of that, who wants their tangibles, is definitely going to have a smaller budget and smaller amount of money than the person who is a minimalist at the end of the year. And economically, that makes a lot of sense. That person will be happier because of the peace of mind it brings with financial stability.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would would prefer that
1: route. And so you have more money. Yes. But you also have more time because now you don't have to waste your decisions figuring out, oh, how do I install this product? How do I you use
0: this that product? money to buy that convenience?
1: Right. You can even buy more convenience, more time. Yes. So if you think about these two, you have more money, more time. That is literally the wish of everyone. Right. <laughs> so yes. so the way I see it is that minimalism is something that people can allow people to get that higher quality of life. Mm. They can't get it already. It's just you need to have money.
0: So you're saying in order to be a, a minimalist, you have to first, uh, I guess, become rich and wealthy and then get no, to the point? No, 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 no.
1: You don't. But there is definitely a difference between someone who is trying to be as cheap as possible like and, very say, and say I am a minimalist, which is fine. But... The frugal minimalist. Whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say, say frugal minimalist because a lot of people are like that. And I'm probably going to get flack for this. But I am a minimalist in the sense that I will not purchase anything that I do not feel would add to the quality of my life. Because I don't believe minimalism is a line that you draw that's black or white. You know, some people otherwise would be like, I don't even need a microwave. Like good, good for you. Like, <laughs> I I need a microwave because it. it I
0: think it depends it on like um your lifestyle and what yeah you actually need in your right. um, I guess what you require.
1: So if you're asking me, you know, we have all this podcast equipment. We have all the stuff that we need to work. You know, I have I have stuff that I need to use to sleep. These are things that add tremendous value to my quality of life. By any definition, if we just count the number of items, I definitely have a lot more. So I like to joke and I like to say that I'm a minimalist. I just have a lot of necessities.
0: So in terms of those necessities, uh, which one has been the best investment? You can only choose one. The best investment that you have made as a minimalist.
1: My wife. What?
0: <laughs> I don't come up with price.
1: <laughs> Okay, if you put it that way, that <laughs> true. I paid five hundred dollars. No, um, the best in best purchase that I've made.
0: Yes. What do you think has helped you, uh, gave you the most impact, or has influenced or shaped your life the most? Well,
1: for one, it's an easy one. It's really my laptop because come on my laptop is everything it's work i use it online we use it for everything mm. but it, it, it sounds kind of like those cliche answers that i don't like giving i would never say my phone because i don't actually i rarely use my phone i've try. you been
0: trying to stop using it yeah i actually. i, I, I
1: track keep track of the minutes that i spend on my phone which is usually about four minutes a day so which is pretty good but um if I had to really choose, I would say, like, something that is indispensable that I would definitely buy again would be a chef's knife for cooking.
0: Chef's knife? Yep. Interesting. If I don't
1: have a knife to cook with that's sharp, I'm just, like, I'm not going to cook. Cause...
0: And I guess it's because one of your values is, is food, huh? And having...
1: No. I I surprisingly do not like cooking. I like... The creative process in which i get to see a visualize a dish in my head come true oh and having that and, chef's knife is like ha- a tool is a tool to achieving that moment ah uh, i see yeah I but see. i don't really actually like cooking because it's tiring but i like the process
0: mm. got it Got it.
1: but what about you because i know that i'm a minimalist and I know that you kind of got into it. I don't know if you fully embraced it. Where are um, you in terms of minimalism?
0: I don't think I, I'm i at your point of minimalism where I would have six shirts, four underwears, and, you know,
1: just... I'm a little bit more lenient now. <laughs> a little bit more lenient now.
0: Because <laughs> I still have, like you said, um, you know, I have my makeup and then I have, uh, you know, my purse and woman accessories and, like, my, my blings. They you know, look like, good things and these are things i i feel like i i would still want to keep because i feel like it in itself empowers me or shapes who i am and so uh, to answer your question of where i stand in terms of minimalism i would find myself only buying the things that i think i would use every day So, for example, of course, a toothbrush. I'm going to use that every day. And I would want the higher quality toothbrush. So, I'm not going to go for one that I got from the dentist and just, oh, this is good enough. I am going to go for one of those electric, like, oh, was it Philips Sonic? The ones that really, really clean your teeth well. And, um, yeah, if it's something that I would use daily or... It's something that I really value, like coffee. Now, (laughs) been drinking a lot of coffee, so uh, you know I have a really nice coffee machine to make my coffee every morning.
1: You see, I tell people that quality really matters in minimalism, because if quality didn't matter, then all homeless people would be minimalist. because they don't even they are aren't they? Yeah, because they don't even have a home, right? Because they have
0: no choice. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but they're. They Don't want to be a minimalist, and so I don't like that definition where people say, Oh, it's, it's not related to quality. I think it's quality is huge,
0: yeah. I think for minimalists, uh, I mean, it's not just having less, but oh, okay, it is having less,
1: well, I but think, in
0: a way where it's every one of those items that you do have, it's super
1: high quality. Well, I, I, I think. Uh- I, I think I, I don't know if you would agree, but I think the whole core message of, of minimalism is to be able to have a more fulfilled and happier life. Because when you can hold back on splurging and when you can hold back on your decisions, you think and you start to think about different aspects of your life and you think I don't need this and I don't need this high stress job that comes with this high pay because I don't need the high pay in the first place. So you have better clarity of mind, and that gives you, brings you inner peace, more money, more time, and probably, uh, consequently, more fulfillment in life. Yeah, And I think fulfillment is the key, but if you have shitty items, you're not going to have that fulfillment in life. It's because, sure, you have no money in the bank account, but it's just money. It's just a tool to facilitate your needs. So quality matters way more than people think. I would rather have way, way, way less items, but each piece significantly higher quality than normal.
0: Yeah, and I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, because you became a minimalist first uh, earlier than me. Yeah. I think you've been a minimalist for two years or something.
1: Three, four, two, yeah, two, three. two and a half, whatever.
0: It's been a yeah. while, but um, what what triggered you to want to become a minimalist like what was what was some kind of like a event that made you think okay maybe being a minimalist is better for me
1: well the the event was i went to the airport and i literally i was over by like a couple kilos and it was like 60 bucks and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) so at that point i had to make a decision and I was like, okay, so I empty a bunch of snacks and stuff like that, and and two cages is four point four pounds, I think, roughly, and so, so um, yeah, I had to get rid of that much, and so even after the snacks, I was still overweight, and then I had to decide what I'm really getting rid of, and then I when I was going rumbling through stuff, and it was embarrassing because it was in the airport, and I don't like everyone's staring at me. What well, that guy's like holding up the lines, He's just taking stuff. <laughs> oh, it's another one of those travelers. And uh. I just started deciding, man, I don't need this stuff. Like I, I have this okay jacket that I've had for 10 years, but it's, it's kind of shitty. And the reason why I brought it along was because I thought I might need it in those scenarios, but I've never used it. So it's like, it's time to go. <laughs> and, and I threw away a bunch of stuff.
0: Did you feel bad or like some, like I felt some like appeal? I
1: lost something. Which
0: It doesn't feel good, though, right? It, it
1: never feels good. It's, it's, it's proven that people actually feel worse when they lose something than when they get something. So, for example, if I give you $5 and you're happy and I take away $5 from you, you'll feel way worse over the $5 that I took than the $5 that you got.
0: What about if you twisted that scenario around so you… You
1: give me $5 and yeah. I give you nothing.
0: No, as in like you you take my $5 and then you give it back. Would I still feel bad?
1: I don't know. I don't think you would. It's because technically I'm not really taking it away then, right? It's a temporary measure. Yeah. Oh. Right? You yeah. see it more as an investment or I'm holding it for you versus mm. taking it away. I see. Yeah. I see. But, um,
0: but when, when you really lose it, it hurts, huh?
1: It's definitely not a comfortable feeling. I wouldn't say it really hurts because I'm like, oh, I don't need this. And, and to me, having that cash on hand was way more important than a jacket I would never wear. But it's also, I don't know. I guess that was the start of it. But eventually, I figured out I really don't need as much as I needed. And I experimented by not wearing an article of clothing and seeing if I ever reached for it. Mm. And it got to the point where every week I could throw away something.
0: Yeah. 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 I actually uh, heard the story of a guy who pr- uh, tries to practice minimalist, uh, minimalism. And what he does is he takes a bunch of his stuff and he puts it into giant storage boxes as if he's going to move out of the house. And after he stores it and he puts it in the room and just leaves it there, after two or three months or whatever amount of time that's went by... If he has not opened that box, he just tosses it away.
1: Yeah, it's smart.
0: Yeah, and that kind of tells him like, oh, I really don't use yeah. or need this stuff. So why should I even have it in the house? Yeah. But in terms of for you, like, how would you ter- How would you determine uh, what you throw
1: away? Probably by a very similar metric, just by seeing how often I use it, and trying to really be aware of it. And look at the possibility of which I would use something for. So if you're like, okay, I have this cable and I literally only need this cable once every 10 years, I might really consider throwing it away Mm. just because of the fact that old age. No, it's like I'm just holding like I have to draw a line somewhere. Otherwise, I'd be hoarding everything. Like I'm gonna buy this little trinket and this one. This one I'll use 18 <laughs> years later. This one 50. But, like, you know, I'll still want to have that to use and and and, when, and and eventually it just hoards up. That's why no one ever throws things away. And no, not really. Then you really defeat the whole purpose of being a minimalist in the first place.
0: Yeah, I think more people i would assume would be hoarders
1: yeah well it's like the people have a fear of missing out so they're gonna buy stuff and then then kicks in their evolutionary drive and they're they're gonna hoard everything they want to keep everything yeah but how did you get from a you had two luggages before at one point you had two luggages (laughs) so how do (laughs) you get traveling there's
0: all these good stuff to buy how
1: do you get from two luggages to one
0: Oh man, that like, was a lot of stuff, dude. I had to throw away so much stuff, and th- these were things that I I would have used uh, had I stayed in the country longer. Because every time you go to a country to country, you have to really see what you're carrying, because yeah. obviously I don't want to go through overweight baggage fees. Because yeah. oh, those are such such a bitch, and you know, I was like, uh Um, But I had to throw away things like my hair blower, my hair uh, spray, my hair curler. Uh, Because it's not like I use it all the time. Uh, It's very rarely, actually. And yeah, there's a a bunch of my clothes, uh, clothes that I have bought from the flea market. (laughs) (laughs) in those countries because back then i would be like oh my god in thailand it's only three dollars a shirt oh my god and i would i would just like stack up in my luggage and be like oh this is such a good deal because in the united states yeah each of these shirts would be like 20 bucks
1: because those clothes were so cheap did you feel less bad about throwing them away
0: um well obviously if it's more expensive i feel more uncomfortable throwing it away i feel more uh guilty regretful yeah. because i'm like ooh, i spent so much money on that like why am i throwing this away oh I, maybe i could keep it because maybe maybe i would use it next week or next month and i would just play all these scenarios in my head thinking that oh, may, maybe i do need this thing yeah we like the to more, self-justify especially the more expensive the item right. is exactly because
1: yeah. we see what we've what, what we what we value isn't really how much that that item was but we value the time it took to earn that money.
0: Because I think like when you work hard for something and then you earn the money to buy whatever it is you want, yeah, you have this sort of, I don't know, attachment to well, it?
1: Yeah, because you actually spent a lot of time, like, especially if you don't like work and you spent all that time working in order to pay for that one item. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's like, well, it kind of reminds me of like uh, computer games. Mm-hmm. So for example, like Sims. You have a character. You go through all the, you know, having a small house, having no job, and you have to work your way up. And every time you work your way up and you get money from your job, you start purchasing little items like a better microwave, a better um, a better bed, a better refrigerator, and your life just starts upgrading, you know? And then, yeah, yeah and then eventually you just get to the point where you get all pimped out versus versus if you a gamer who just types in oh get more money hack and then they automatically get like a hundred thousand dollars in their their sims account they're like i can buy everything what that's me (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i'm okay i
1: know i cheated on every sim game
0: well i did too but only after (laughs) only (laughs) only after (laughs) i i i tried the the hard route like having yeah, to yeah. work for okay it.
1: everybody tries that first but then after you you play you beat it once and you're kind of like what's the point point?" and you kind of hack your way and, well, and it's your like a different
0: stimulation like it's yeah, a new it excitement yeah, yeah, you're like is. oh i could buy everything i want and like your imagination Unlimited purchasing power <laughs> yeah exactly but then there's something that feels good about working hard for something and earning that yeah for sure yeah and being able to use that item so that's yeah. that's why i think it's um using that but
1: but but again like i'd also argue that because people are working so hard i don't what are the stats 70 percent of people don't like their jobs they wish they had better or they're unsatisfied with their job so if you look at that then there are a lot of people who are spending a lot of time doing a job that they don't like and the only way to make up for that kind of life is to buy more stuff because buying increases your dopamine rewards you. You feel good about buying it.
0: Something like a shopping impulse or something like you, you gain something. Well, if, okay, if
1: there's studies have that have shown that if you are in a bad mood or you're depressed, you have a way higher tendency to splurge by Mm. way higher. Chips. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, So. Um, but but buying makes people happy. They have a, get a dopamine rush because you're actually acquiring something, and I we're still, we're biologically wired that way to feel good about shopping.
0: I still feel that whenever I buy something and and then I receive like the package outside the door, yeah, and exactly. then I it's have like a this, yeah, this exactly. excitement like, oh, what is it? Like, what did I buy? Yeah, and actually getting something.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I I, I think the important thing is to realize, like going back to. The quality of items that you purchase because a lot of people get into the mindset of trying to prolong and and create as many of those purchasing moments as possible to feel happier so they constantly do it but because if you are a minimalist and you try to buy one thing that you need as opposed to many many trinkets you would feel not as happy, right?
0: But yeah. the concept
1: that I would like to throw out is that when you have something you truly like, that you truly enjoy, that you truly feel like is worth paying money for, you have w- w- way greater anticipation is because you've saved up for it, which is yeah. why people who save up for this car or this watch or this or this video game, they're like, yes, I finally got it. It'll mean a lot more. Is because they actually waited in anticipation to save up for it and that's the same concept as minimalism where for me everything i buy it, it might not be the highest quality but it is definitely not the crappiest <laughs> which I is also not the cheapest no
0: longer want to be in the crappy right quality of items right. anymore it, it,
1: it's like it's like saying you're watching 10 movies 10 bad movies versus one really really good one of course i'm going to choose the one good movie even if it costs more than ten. Well, when movies you put it combined. that way
0: then obviously people
1: want to do the one good yeah, movie but, but that's exactly the same thing it's an experience your purchases like it'll be something
0: a, it'll be something like would you rather watch 10 movies or one game of thrones
1: yeah exactly, <laughs> Whoa, yeah, I, think yeah, exactly. It's, I think it's yeah. something like that yeah exactly but and and because 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 i think i think the biggest problem is that people people don't realize that it's an experience right it can be a whole different topic but when you're when you chase materialism you lose sense of you lose sense of the experience that comes with it meaning that when you're just chasing materials like oh i want to buy this phone i want to buy this i want to buy this buy buy this you're just buying it for the sake of it because it's an object But you're not actually getting more experiences from it, which is to show that it's shown that you're not as happy or fulfilled because people thrive off experiences. Yeah. So when you are super excited to use your coffee cup in the morning, and that coffee cup is amazing, not this one, but if it's, (laughs) it doesn't, my mom's, that's also why I can't be a full minimalist because I live with non minimalists, but that said um if you enjoy every moment of that cup you wake up you look forward to it you're gonna it's gonna brighten your day just a little bit more right so for us
0: i think everything could enhance like one step at a time yeah
1: so for us we don't much. hold back on work equipment because not anymore <laughs> yeah not anymore because yeah. like if we're if we're, we're going to be sitting down in the chair and literally 15 16 hours a day when we we want to have the best keyboards that's ergonomic we want to have the best An, mouse a
0: nice standing desk a nice standing oh, desk oh that one makes such so a huge difference so that you don't difference. actually
1: have to sit all day yeah oh it's so nice right a good decent chair so all of these things make a big difference oh yeah and if you think about that work is a third of your life but so is sleep so if you push that and you actually enhance your quality of sleep, dude, that is 66%, two-thirds of your life, that you enhance your quality of life.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think I think whatever you spend the most time on, uh, especially if it's like hours and hours, like right. four or five hours plus or something, right. make sure whatever that thing um, you're using, it better be super high quality. Yeah. It's better... It's better to be comfortable and and just help you perform better, I guess, function better, make your mood better.
1: It's just insane how tremendously higher your baseline quality of life becomes because you just invest in these things. Yeah.
0: I I was going to say that I feel that with minimalism, uh, you know, coming from a background of always collecting stuff and keeping things in my closet and um, just never really using a lot of the things that I had. You know, being a minimalist has kind of like liberated me uh, yeah. in the sense that I feel like I have more more freedom, which makes me more happy. Uh, yeah. Just being able to get rid of all the things I don't really need and instead spend it on the,
1: more, more on worth the things it that items. do matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you if you do want higher quality, then of course you need money. And the good thing is, when you're a minimalist, because you spend less, you have more money to pay for the higher quality products. Yeah. There's actually a a um, a boot theory, which is what's by a boot it, theory. It, there's there's this there's this boot theory that's by a fictional character in a book that in called Men Men at Arms, but huh. the captain of the boat he he likes to think about. All these socioeconomics stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And he was basically saying how he would buy boots that are like 30 dollars, $30 and um, a really, really good. No, no, sorry. He had about thirty dollars a month for salary allowance. Okay. For money.
0: Is that a lot back uh, in his? Well, it doesn't matter. It's
1: fictional. It's not. It's not a okay. lot. But, but a good, a really, really nice pair of boots is fifty dollars. So he made 30 the entire year, I think, and, and, and or a month, I don't know. But he would buy these $10 boots that were so crappy that they ripped apart like cardboard every two, three weeks. So every two, three weeks, he would have to buy it. He would have to buy it. He would have to buy it. Whereas the rich guy would spend $50 to buy the really nice pair of boots, which lasted years. So in the long run, the person the p- the the poorer person who has to pay the ten dollar boots will forever lose a proportional amount of money in a, a disproportional amount of money compared to the rich guy who bought the nicer boots. Oh, uh, is
0: that what you mean by the poor will usually be be poor because
1: Yeah, they, like, they like have
0: uh, this mindset of oh I don't have enough, so I have to spend it on something that's decent it's, it's, but not the best.
1: It is. It's, it is. It's in a lot of books. It is exactly why people who have gotten used to or accustomed to a certain lifestyle will forever live that lifestyle because it's a scarcity mindset. And they have trouble. So when they have the money, they're immediately going to spend it on things that either don't matter or things that they think they need. But because everything is cheap... And they buy cheap they can never get out of that trap Mm. so it's really really difficult
0: what do you think is a way to i guess break that mindset
1: become a minimalist
0: well it's not very easy with the way you know
1: it's not but if you want to talk about (laughs) yeah if you want to talk about breaking mindset then for sure there's so many things that you can do which most people will not like you can read you can meditate be more aware of your thoughts there are so many things, but if you want one straightforward answer to start accumulating more wealth is simply be a minimalist because you sell all the stuff that you don't need. Get rid of all that crap. You lower your expenses tremendously. And because you've lowered, if you think if people really keep track of their purchases, like even if they buy foods at the grocery supermarket most of the items you're buying are splurges you don't really need them
0: i used to do that a lot
1: right you really don't need a more a Special lot more than sweets you and exactly yeah right pastries, Whole, like, dessert ah. itself is is a splurge you can have some once in a while to reward yourself or whatever if you feel good but uh, don't make it a habit because it's not healthy for you anyways
0: you know, i i now consider all my uh guilty pleasures and all my sweet pastries as a luxury because you know, it's it's if it's gonna be a treat, I'm gonna have the best one. But I'm not gonna, you know, spend it on like let's say cheap ice cream for yeah. for a week. Yeah, it's just well, it's just not as satisfying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I I think that is really the key, right? Yeah. But I am curious. Um, what is one of the biggest challenges you've had? in becoming a minimalist other than like, what did you not expect?
0: What did I not expect of minimalist? I think, um, I think it was that, that feeling of liberation of not being attached to material goods. As I once was, I used to be very materialistic, like always wanting stuff, buying stuff, keeping things, uh that i don't need and i just felt that if you took that away from me part of my life would crash like i i wouldn't be whole yeah,
1: that's 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 a common saying where they're like if you value everything which is your money you're never going to be happy because that can be taken away from you yeah, you, it, was, yeah. It, was,
0: it was such a like a fragile uh yeah, value to have that it, is. That it, it just wouldn't feel yeah. good if i had imagined all my things being taken away or donated or um you know burn in a fire just <laughs> right so, yeah. so
1: so self-worth really comes from being fulfilled outside of external forces so if you're if you feel good about who you are and that's where you place your worth in the qualities in which you live yourself as a person then naturally that is way less fragile than something that we've taken away. It's
0: something I'm learning to cultivate more instead of um, always feeling good about improving my, I I would say like external factors, like materialistic things or um, the environment, although environment is also very nice. But I feel that everything becomes um, more fulfilling if you really build upon uh, what's inside here yeah for sure yeah and so you know uh going back it you know what minimalism has taught me that i totally did not expect was having that that liberation just feeling still pretty good if you were to take away one of my thailand t-shirts and toss it away or give it away without me knowing then i'd be like no oh, okay it was I pretty much used it and don't really need it or like it as much as I once had, and it just holds no um, sentiment value to me. Yeah, yeah. So that that liberation just feels so much better. And I wish, I wish so much that, um, especially like my family, uh, could feel what I'm feeling, to not feel bad if you were to lose something. I think know?
1: it's, I think it's very difficult it is because especially because a lot of people i know even our parents our parents were immigrants like they went through a war right they yeah. went through a war and, and when you most people going through the war did not have enough
0: I would say the majority of families today, like our our, our parents' generation, yeah, probably did not have, especially over the
1: war. Yeah, so yeah,
0: they didn't have a lot. So
1: I think that was like passed down through the generations, like a trait to be cultivated. Which is, well, uh, that said, I'm so grateful that we live in this current generation because I am very
0: grateful too.
1: They went through the hardships so that we didn't have to. And for that, I'll be forever grateful. Yeah.
0: Our generation definitely. Yeah, we have made it
1: a lot easier.
0: We ha- have a lot easier than yeah. like our parents.
1: We get to talk about stuff like minimalism and, and they're, they, they're dude, forced.
0: Dude, we get all these cool technologies too. We yeah. have, we have, um, we have uh the internet, we have computer games. Yeah, we have, yeah. uh, you know, your, your AirPods. And oh, amazing. Just all these technologies is super awesome. And then, Of course, I'm glad that our parents are able to live through um, these moments as well. Yeah, for sure. But we are like right in the center of experiencing that shift of culture and technology and kind of like having the best of both worlds, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, We're definitely losing more culture as technology furthers. I think there was a quote that was like uh, the saddest aspect of society or something is that as it grows humanity or as it grows as society grows we lose more wisdom or science surpasses wisdom in, mm. in speed of growth or whatever yeah. yeah. so meaning that we're more technologically advanced getting smarter and better but as a result we kind of lose a little bit of our humanity we lose our wisdom on how to truly live we I get trapped it's, by all I think stuff because
0: um we're very distracted by by all these technologies like social media and yeah. um the news and um you know articles online everything's just screaming at us like click on me our like, attention me, span watch is me.
1: terrible as opposed to before
0: yeah, I, I find it really hard myself to stay away from my phone and um, my laptop. Yeah,
1: that's why I made it a practice. I even track all the time that I spend on my laptop. I use the app to track everything that I do. Um, I try to really, really focus even then, I don't do the most amazing job. It's something that I have to work really, really hard at every day.
0: Oh, it's it's not easy, especially if you live like in a suburb or near the city, and yeah, people constantly need to communicate to you, or you constantly need to be somehow like stimulated yeah. by, the, you know, the society, like what's outside. Yeah, it's really hard.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: and I feel like that all these distractions is what is you know, not helping us with the wisdom part. We're losing that wisdom because we're getting distracted.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a huge part of it. Uh, we've become so distracted and there are so many things to do that we never have time to slow down Dude. to actually.
0: And and you know how technology goes. There's always a lot more invention. Yeah, like it never ends.
1: Up. That's why we never, yeah. we, we, we never get to a point where we're satisfied at any point in our lives until we've really thought it through and be like, "Oh, this was pretty good." Most, most of the time, decades pass and then we just look at it in the mirror and we're like, "Oh man, where has all my time gone? What have I done? What have I gotten?" And most people aren't really genuinely happy because of when they look back at that. It's pretty scary to know that much time has passed and not really have anything out of it.
0: Just it like not um, the accomplishments they would have liked.
1: No, more like fulfillment, like inner, oh, inner peace, fulfillment, like feeling good about yourself because you're not going to get that from work. Like unless you love your work, you're passionate about it. Which no, is, I think w- I could see that which with is, some people. Which is, <laughs> you know, which is great if you have that. If you have that, you are in the minority. You're definitely in the minority. You're if in a you, good
0: spot. You're eat. in a good
1: spot. Yeah, keep doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Double down. Mm. But Most people are unfortunately not in that position. And I think to do anything to cope with work they want to numb themselves out with all of these distractions because again i think there's another quote i I really need to get better i remember these quotes because i love these quotes but um it's saying that Or i actually i think i wrote this (laughs) (laughs) i think it's i think it's like it's like if we take if we if we work for 40 hours we need at least 20 to recover on the weekends
0: Oh yeah, the, the take yeah a something break. like that, yeah. But I don't think. Um, oh. Good night. No. <laughs>
1: Alexa, lights on. Sorry for that technical difficulties. I really have to turn that routine off every time. Or that we we're do this
0: podcast earlier. <laughs> or
1: earlier, but uh, we're no excuses. I was gonna say we're busy, but we can probably do better.
0: Yeah, I do want to do it a little bit earlier, but um, yeah. That's okay. We'll get we'll get used yeah. to it.
1: So, a, a, a interesting question that just popped up in my head, which is yes, would you call smart technology minimalist? Because it's like it's like it's online, right? You have a, let's let's say that I have I have Echo control everything, and or if you buy, oh, well, actually, yes, it is. Like if you're buying a, it is, it is a minimalism, but in a different way. If you're, I was going to say it's ridiculous because a toothbrush I have syncs to Bluetooth. Seriously. I don't need my toothbrush synced sync to Bluetooth. Like (laughs) I I know some people probably would be like, that's my most loved feature. But, but to me, not for you, I'm just (laughs) brushing my teeth. I want to get it over with. I'm taking my time. I I don't want to be like, Oh man, how am I, how am I doing everything? Like I like to feel it and then figure it out. And, and, um, That said, minimalism in an aesthetics, artistic sense would mean as basic as possible. So no frills, nothing, just simple. Back to basics, which I appreciate as well, but it really goes against the other minimalism that isn't artistic, but more of in theory where it's like you want to own less and have less in order to live more fuller lives. Yeah.
0: I think um, going back to your, is uh, smart te- technology a form of minimalism or could yeah. it contribute to it? Um, I would say that it's on a second tier. So I don't think it's the primary one. I think that if you really want the um, the best of everything, you obviously you're going to have a, a super high quality bed or a super nice coffee maker or super nice lights. Uh, you can have those features with the the Bluetooth and everything syncing, and you're you're telling like everything to turn off or uh, turn on. And um, I think that was that's more of a convenience than it is a necessity. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
1: But necessity is subjective, is because it's determined by your lifestyle habits, right? Yeah. So, for example, obviously, if you work as a a uh, car mechanic, you're gonna have a lot more tools than the average household.
0: No, uh, so so obviously, you know, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, based on your economic and social standing and status, status and what you do. So I, I, I think that's why I, I referred back to saying minimalism is really a way of life rather than something that has to be so fully defined because it's mm-hmm. really it's not about defining it in its entirety, but rather. Cultivating the the fulfillment you get from it and the peace of mind you get from it and taking the positive out of that, Mm. which is in theory any form of way of life or philosophy, even.
0: Yeah. Now if that's the case, then it doesn't even have to apply to materialistic goods. No, it doesn't. Minimalism could also be then say, um, eating more wholesome yeah. foods OMAD, one meal a day yeah or having no shoes and walking bare feet outside right. yeah or so
1: so you could so you can even really argue and say that as a minimalist you also realize that you don't need to eat as much which is interesting because that is something that we do because of autophagy so that we actually live longer because yeah, we, we do fasting yeah uh, so for, a, for, to for, for hours yeah. yeah, for longevity and so 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 we 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 do that and then for us, it kind of also changed my relationship to food to know that I don't really need food. I know I won't die. I won't be like, oh, God, I got to get food immediately. I'm so hungry. <laughs> and because I broke that, that I was less likely to act on cravings, I I, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I, I think fasting does help, like, just cutting down the portion of uh, food you're, is on your plate. Yeah. And also the how frequent you eat as well. I think it makes a huge difference. I don't know, but uh, for me, after I fast and then my, after fasting for 24 hours, my next meal, whatever it is, I feel so truly appreciative of whatever food that is. um, More in particular, if it's wholesome, because usually that- You don't
1: want anything greasy. It'll unsettle your stomach anyways.
0: No, dude. If you're fasting for 24 hours- the last thing you would think about is like chips or uh, natural cheese or (laughs) (laughs) even though that does sound pretty good right now, but
1: um, I haven't had that in in a long long time.
0: Yeah, right. Maybe we can get it like next week or something like
1: that. See, this is us. Like I believe in living a balanced life, not exactly a minimalist. That's why I said like I can't, I can't can't even be in a true sense considered minimalism, but I just want to live a balanced life I also don't want to hit any extremes with dieting or whatnot. Um, Basically, you're not
0: going to the extreme, like no. minimalism.
1: No, a good way to look at dieting is that people say, oh, I'm on a diet, I'm on this diet because they want to lose weight. But the problem is, if you want to lose weight continuously, you're gonna have to keep that same diet continuously, so it's not really a diet. You have to find something you enjoy mm-hmm. that can become a lifestyle, because you're trying to make a lifestyle change and not a one-time change. So therefore, nothing, I
0: think nothing works if it's a one-time. Right. Day. That's
1: why I, I hate the concept of dieting. It is rather just eating right in a way where you can make it the compromises for health and taste and whatnot. And I believe you can eat healthy food that tastes great.
0: Yeah. So that's why we. Eat healthy normally for the most days like lots of veggies on their plate yeah we're 70 Um, 80 very little meat and little Mm -hmm. carbs because carbs actually you don't really need a lot of it
1: no you can go well you don't always want to go no carbs all the time you want to change it up low carb so yeah yeah i would do low carb or no carb and then cycle it through once in a while do carbs like a cheat day yeah and then and then protein and and if we do
0: do you do cheat day then we really Go like high quality cheat day, not cheap food cheat day. Well, that's also
1: subjective because it's like <laughs> it's like nacho cheese, unless you mean gourmet nacho cheese. But I feel yeah. like non-gourmet nacho cheese has its kind of oh, charm well, as well.
0: I just want good tortilla chips. I don't want too salty or too thick.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because like our podcast, we always end end by talking about food. The first one was, was like, oh, we're eating dinner. And the second one was like, oh, it's dinner time. And then now <laughs> we're talking about nacho cheese. <laughs> I know. At least the good news is we, fu- we had dinner today. We planned for it already. Yeah, we, we had dinner
0: had and they were, we're pretty stuffed. Yeah. And still we're thinking about nacho cheese. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. I I started with that, with that nacho cheese. No, I like race. it.
1: i like it don't 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 say sorry it's okay (laughs) because there's nothing to be sorry about like in fact you're just making us reminisce and think about a good moment Mm. and so that we can look forward to the next opportunity when we have it
0: yeah i can't wait oh and i can't wait wait after i think till july 1st is when i could have my cheat day of sweets
1: oh it's quite far away huh
0: yeah it is i've been three two three weeks into it of like no added sugar and um so i feel pretty good I feel like I have so much more energy. My mind is more clear, focused. Yeah, it's just the, after, or the long-term after effects of not having added sugar.
1: I'm trying to think if I had added sugar recently. And I don't think I have unless... No, I haven't really.
0: I think you've cut down on sugar.
1: I've cut down a lot. Yeah. yeah especially cut with down the milk lot, teas. Which is interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah, especially with the milk teas. It, it the
1: coronavirus really really helps because <laughs> everything is closed. Dude, so, dude, I feel I, like
0: during coronavirus, everyone was like, I saw the ice cream aisle almost gone. Yeah.
1: So, so and I was
0: like, if, what happened to
1: all ice so cream? Even even if I wanted something, a lot of the places are closed, so I'm unable to buy it. So, in a good way, I have lost those cravings entirely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just feel better eating more wholesome foods, and then once in a while having something something nice. My of course. Luxury treat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess you
0: that's how I work my minimalist um dietary preferences. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a uh, how how are do you doing so far? Are you are you doing all right?
1: Yeah, I'm doing alright. Okay. I can talk as long as you want.
0: I have this uh, very interesting question for you.
1: I have a very not so interesting answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, you and I both know that minimalists, uh, being minimalist, has in a way impacted our life for the better.
1: Oh, it has, yes.
0: Right, and let's just assume that everybody on this world has became a minimalist. How do you think the world would function? And thrive, if it were to thrive. Would things collapse or would things actually, I guess, become a better place?
1: Oh, it would be super duper interesting because yeah. if everyone was into minimalist, that means that a lot of companies that are making products that are inferior wouldn't be purchased as much is because everyone would want the better stuff. If they have less, they would rather have better. Um, people would generally be happier. But the interesting thing is that anyone who is a thief anything that they steal will be super high quality (laughs) because everything that people own is high quality
0: wait why would they be a thief if they also might have high quality stuff
1: oh yeah oh because they're like no 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 no." it's because it's like (laughs) they're like i'm gonna steal that but I'm a minimalist. I don't need
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's like, why am I stealing the first place? I don't need so, more. It's
1: like, a minimalist. Oh, so you're saying that crime crime, crime rate would go, go down? Crime rate will go down for sure. And
0: yeah. uh, and I would say like companies would kind of shift over to become um, kind of like the higher quality companies. Let's say yeah. Apple for one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there, would be,
1: there would be there would be more innovation
0: yeah, more there, innovation, mm-hmm. more competition to be higher quality. Yeah, You wouldn't have cheap brands, Yeah, uh, chain store brands, pharmacy brands, yeah. or whatever. And
1: everyone would have six wives. What? <laughs> <laughs> How is <laughs> <how's> that minimalist? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Explain to me that. I am your only wife. Happy. The only one you have in your entire Happy. life help me no but um yeah that i I can't even imagine actually how the world would be if everyone was a minimalist it's actually really hard to see everyone as a minimalist because uh just most people i know just can't seem to accept that mindset of oh less is more
1: it's really difficult because it's super counterintuitive so like how
0: how would you convince someone then if you know you're trying to say like oh less is actually more you have more fulfillment if you don't have as much
1: so i kind of have an answer to that i kind of don't Mm. because the answer is i haven't thought of a way you can't just convince someone to become a minimalist and they're going to become they have to truly believe in it and they have to realize that i i can live a better lifestyle but for most people they would rather not lose what they already have in order to achieve that Okay. Well, it's let's, very difficult. let's say you have a roommate, right?
0: Okay, and uh, he likes to collect a bunch of stuff. He likes to keep things. His right. room is like clutter with all sorts of things. It's right. hard to walk inside. Yeah. I mean, how if you were to help him out and try to see?
1: Well, I wouldn't even help him in the first place if he has his shit and we live in the same room. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him that what I like to collect <laughs> is I like to collect space and he better give me back <laughs> half my space of the room.
0: <laughs> I like.
1: But, 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 but like I said, like you can't really convince people. I, I believe you can't, short of manipulating people, which is really to convince them, you can't make them. You have to let them come to the conclusion themselves when they're not ready they're not ready
0: well you kind of convinced me and i was not
1: well i didn't you just saw me and you realized i wasn't really missing out on anything it wasn't uh, like you uh, better so, you get mean,
0: so you mean kind of like seeing by example and seeing yeah you how set by well example off kind of like
1: exactly how you cultivate kids uh, you know they see you by example uh which we talked about kids in our last podcast if you haven't listened to that one already <laughs> um you like that huh <laughs> yeah, that was smooth <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, so you can't—you definitely can't convince people it's just something they need to do. But the other idea that I had eventually was I hate the fact that there are so many things that are cheap that take your money. You get nothing out of it because the price that you pay for something that is genuinely amazing, like you can buy all the $10 headphones you want. You can buy all the $20 headphones you want. $20 to $30 is basically not going to make any difference at all. Yeah. it's gonna make zero difference you have to have take have take a leap of faith so that you go into go into 60 70 range and then suddenly you're like oh wow there's something that really really wows you compared to the 10 or the 20 but Spend. you've got to take the leap of faith and this is where i say explore more and look more into it because there's a lot of places that you can like if you want to if you want better quality headphones and sound go to a place that sells Stereos that that sells headphones. Try it out, right? If yeah. people have a have a thirty day warranty because they're like trial, they want you to try it. Try it out, then you know. But until people can actually spend that kind of money, they usually don't get a minimum baseline of what is really, really amazing. Like enough to be like, wow, I can't believe things can be of this quality.
0: I think it's really hard for people to imagine. What you can't money. imagine it. You can Yeah, you can't because you right. never actually had the experience of it. Right. So then a lot of people would end up just, oh, I don't. Well, I could just go for a decent. Yeah, because product. yeah,
1: because they've never tried the best. When you look at it in comparison, it's you don't. Okay, you don't want the best because the best is usually really well, overpriced.
0: When, you, when it's the best, you kind of spoil yourself. Yeah,
1: that's that's like that's <laughs> that's way beyond. But but really good quality. You know the baseline. Just draw the baseline at really good quality. People can't and don't have access to that, which is why in the future, I thought about us creating a company that was basically a company called, it's a company called Life. And this company would literally create goods and products for people investing in a higher quality of life. That's affordable. So great engineering, great design, great products that people can use.
0: It sounds like Apple and Tesla together.
1: Yeah, but
0: engineering and good design, but
1: <laughs> affordable for the basic people. And all the, I would basically run it almost kind of like a nonprofit where I just want to help the entire world have a higher quality of life. Because starting with our parents, would be like, hey, you know, if every day you, all the things you interact with is of a higher quality, your entire
0: quality of life is higher. So, what kind of products would your company sell then?
1: So far, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, what would like you we
0: focus have, on though this is a starting point starting
1: anything point. anything that is important into three stages which is like life, sleep, and work it doesn't really tell you much at all but if I can help you get a better sleep I will figure out a way to help you get better sleep mm. if, you, uh, if there's a better way for work I'll help you get a better way for work and there are a lot of niche companies that do things really really well already but the problem is The cost at which many of those things are priced at are still too expensive to be considered entry-level high quality. So I would want to just to get people in the door of willing to spend more money for higher quality and then move on from us into something, into a company that deserves the recognition because they are so damn good.
0: You know what your company
1: sounds like? a company that won't make a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> well it's <was> non-profit <laughs> Maybe yeah, okay, so. yeah.
0: but um it's concept and everything it sounds like an upgraded ikea
1: yeah it literally is <laughs> it literally is because it's like
0: right? you're selling like pretty much everything so to, so ikea ikea yeah. is
1: selling great design but
0: it's a little bit really quality. low quality
1: great design low quality mostly. that's affordable yeah right And that's really what it is. People want to design, but I want to sell quality and design together, which is really, really hard. Like I'm a designer, so let me, and and it's a web designer, but I, I, I know a little bit about like designing and actually producing and creating a product. Like it is not easy. Like this is a dream that is insanely huge like just initial investments is going to cost millions and millions and millions of dollars so it's not going to be reachable anytime soon
0: i'm just wondering because uh, i mean for most companies if they do start one they usually they usually extend their products to something that's within the same field so for example if it's like um like a like a camera it yeah, would yeah. extend it to maybe tripods or drones. Yeah, or sim-
1: similar, similar in, categories in, in, that, in that sense. In that niche, right, right. And it's but l- yours is like kind of like yeah, spread that, out. Like that's why it is actually against all startup advice because all startup advice is that you should really scale vertically because when you scale vertically in that in a vertical meaning like same similar groups in a similar genre, then you have a better chance it's because you're reaching the same target demographic, you're hitting the same kind of people, yeah. but. I feel that if you truly want, like you have to look at what your idea is and what your mission is. For me, it's not even about the money. And I, I want to make sure, like I'm not I'm not going to be silly and dumb and run the company into the ground and, and have no profits. Like the profits is used to invest back into the company and for the greater good of people. But
0: what do you want people to get out of
1: it? A higher baseline of to, uh, higher appreciation for better things. So they stop wasting the money on cheap stuff. They buy the better stuff. And then in the future, they'll have more money to spend Is because they're buying less. Like essentially getting them into minimalism and and making their, their standards a little higher. I think people live lives with too low of a standard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like people can really enhance their standards. Like everyone deserves it.
0: I think everyone could use a boost in yeah. life just for sure yeah because everyone's so so tired all the time and yeah just having no life for doing the things that they actually would like to yeah, do it's, it's tough it's tough but yeah i could i could definitely see that company being kind of like a breakthrough uh, into like well be more minimal, well like, like, like i
1: like i like i said right now it is a non-winning idea because there's so much to flesh out but i am confident that it is possible to do Maybe, maybe... It
0: sounds like a really cool company to run, though. Like, the idea of it, it is it, pretty it cool. It definitely
1: be interesting and rewarding in the sense that we're actually changing lives. I so, think, i like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's what matters most of... Yeah. At least to, like, a purpose. Yeah. Having a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> a- and,
1: and, and, like I said, this is not anything that I've thought too extens- extensively into because just a thought of something I wanted to do, I have other stuff I need to focus on. But if it's just business then if you keep trying eventually it's not eventually you'll figure it out which is why i'm not really worried about scaling horizontally although i would probably do things in the same vertical kind of what you said like cameras and then tripods like and how, whatever how
0: like lg has laundry machines and yeah, like yeah. the tv and the f- yeah the fridge yeah. so
1: so you scale like well they do electronics for the kitchen yeah, electronics and, like and living room but Kind of like that in a vertical and then scale horizontal. That's what Amazon did. Amazon went from books like a, like and then, and like then like everything.
0: Up and then spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but
1: eh, definitely interesting concept. Um,
0: I like. Thanks. The company's idea is pretty cool. I like you too. I like you more. All the love Minimalism.
1: I don't <laughs> want oh, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um
0: But yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to say for minimalism, or any any stories or experiences you want to share?
1: I'm glad you're a minimalist.
0: I'm glad I am too, actually.
1: More money in my pocket. What? No, you. <laughs> <been bad. Stop laughs> oh <standing> man, <laughs> money for me.
0: <laughs> but um, it just feels good having less, but having the higher quality, better quality items. For sure. It just it's a huge life changer. It is, and I I actually would not go back to the way I Here, was. Okay, I wouldn't.
1: So before we end this podcast, yes, let's make people a challenge. Okay, basically, try and get rid of five things. Like you really don't have to get rid of five things. Just take five things, put it into a box, kind of like you, what you suggested, and just tape it. And see if you even remember it, because honestly,
0: like one month later, did you open that? Yeah, box? or
1: just let it sit for a while and and to see if you need it. Because if anything, that should give be a clear wake up call to people who also have stuff in storage. Do you really oh. need that stuff in storage that you're paying for?
0: I know a lot of people with a lot of storage. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> uh,
1: so start there. And maybe you don't even have to get into minimalism, but just like get into being more aware of what you own and whether or not you need it, because you deserve a better quality of life.
0: I would, I would actually uh, kind of tweak it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Basically, from what you said, yes, uh, maybe try getting rid of five things that you don't need. Uh, you know, like put it in a box, see if you even open it. But on top of that, because let's say you haven't like spent on anything else. You get to spend on one high quality thing of whatever it is that you want.
1: Oh yeah. Like and that. it is your
0: treat. So you can have you a really nice that, yeah. high quality toothbrush. You could have a high quality coffee maker. You can have a high quality.
1: Or sell those five things. Well, you hopefully, hopefully you're not hoarding stuff, useless trinkets, <laughs> uh, you know, like, but if, but if yeah. it's stuff you don't need, then you can sell it for good money. Yeah. Trade that in for something nicer
0: yeah that's actually what I did too um I think the first one my biggest my biggest item that I sold because I wanted to kind of break away from the from having so much material things was this cartier watch uh it was a watch given to me a family friend, and basically I never really used it. It didn't fit my personality, and that thing was expensive it was it was like 5500 that i sold it for but yikes. the retail price was about like 8 to 10k or something like that yikes yeah and i was like if, if i'm not going to wear this watch you know what's the point of having it yeah, in for sure. in my closet so sure. i just sold that thing and that 5500 went to my my travel <laughs> <laughs> expenses and that you know, 5500 dollars five hundred for traveling can get you pretty far.
1: I th- I would say it's worth it.
0: Oh, I went to uh, what three or four different countries yeah. and lived there like a king, not not a king, a queen. <laughs> and it was so nice. I could choose whatever food I want, and I could go shopping whenever I like. And transportation was pretty you should pretty cheap there you as should, well.
1: You should. Always, always spend on experiences because experience matters more so yeah. than anything you can own. I when would, you're,
0: yeah, I would go to Southeast Asia for that because it's relatively like cheaper there too. But yeah. you get so much more out of the experiences yeah. with yeah. that money
1: when you're a grandpa or a grandma and you're like 70, 80, 90. You know, and your grandson comes up to you and be like, oh, you know, tell me about your past. The kid is not going to want to know how many cars you've owned. They're not going to really care about what you've bought and what kind of iPhone you use. Unless they're
0: also materialistic.
1: Well, as a kid, they won't know. But like what they're more interested in is are the experiences and the stories that you have to share. And I think that value that matters a lot more because when you die you're not taking away anything and all people remember of you are those memories that you help create together
0: yeah. yeah i i wouldn't want to die having people remember me by the number of things that i had or yeah. what i owed or the money that i earned i had it's a
1: like, i had a comic idea which was like which was like a grandson going asking the grandpa and it was like oh Grandpa, Grandpa, what did you used to collect when you were young? And the grandpa would pull open a drawer and be like, iPhones. Because <laughs> everybody has a collection <laughs> of iPhones. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually those would become antiques
0: Yeah. for the future generations. It's just pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like. But yeah, I, I wouldn't go back to the way I was with yeah, no all the material things because I feel that these experiences and these... This higher quality of living through less has made me feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, probably same with you too. Uh.
1: Good job. I'm proud of you.
0: Thanks. I learned from you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I I wouldn't go back because, like you said, it's really feeling the freedom. You have so much liberty when you realize you're just not shackled to the expectations of the kind of norm, the status quo that everyone yeah. sets, right? You don't need that amazing, super crazy, nice car. It would be nice to have, mm. but you don't need to have that new upgraded phone. Like you base everything off of your self-worth and I think that will give you way more enjoyment in life than any number of riches or materials.
0: Yeah, and I think let's say if a robber came yeah. in which is highly possible as well at these this time of crisis and you stole a bunch of all your most valuable items. I mean, would you even feel bad?
1: Well, of course I'd feel bad, <laughs> but I wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't cripple me, it wouldn't handicap me. I'll just see it as bad luck and the only thing I can do because I can't change the scenario, I can't change the situation, it happened is I just have to work and make money back and while i'm at it maybe this time we'll upgrade
0: yeah so i think that's the the right way to go at it yeah it's just i can make that back
1: yeah because i can like it's just not
0: the mindset of oh i lost it forever
1: no no like you should never play the victim because you're you're focused on the past and what you really want to focus on is the present and what you're grateful for because that will always bring you the future
0: yeah definitely well, is there any, anything else you'd like to share or
1: Oh no, I have minimal time left.
0: Oh uh, what time is it actually?
1: Not enough time to <laughs> sleep. So we need to go to sleep. <laughs> okay,
0: let's go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good no. night. Good night.
1: If you guys like this podcast, please like, subscribe
0: or comment too. Or comment. We'd love, to, we'd love to We'd love to hear your
1: comment. If you guys actually want us to talk about a particular subject, Feel free to comment below.
0: Yeah, we're we're totally open to new topics. We're always exploring something new, and we're
1: yeah, we we we, we, we like d- to talk about random w- things,
0: even if it's something we don't really know about. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dig l- we dig like we into like it. the challenge. Yeah. we like
1: the challenge, so we appreciate so, it.
0: So bring us the challenge, and you will con- continue enjoying these kinds of interesting topics. Yes. and shared.
1: if you have feedback on how to improve, how to do better, let us know because a lot of the the way that we talk, as you can tell. It's how we normally talk anyways. These conversations are the conversations that we normally have on a near daily basis.
0: My, my, my sisters and mom were, was like, oh my God, you, you guys talk for six to eight hours straight? Oh, that was on, when we were really hashing I think some it was stuff out our, really talking. our birthday or anniversary. I yeah, think
1: our that. anniversary, I believe. Yeah. No, wait, that was our wedding day. Yeah, I think it was our birthday. Our birthday, yeah, yeah. We just stayed yeah. up and just really talked into about a ton of stuff. And they
0: just couldn't believe it. They're like, you talk six to eight hours? I'm like... Yeah, it was a very good conversation. (laughs) Kind of like these.
1: You talk too much. What? In a good way.
0: (laughs) I like. (laughs) But yes. All right. Until the next topic. We'll see see you guys. guys later. Later. Bye. Bye.